Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, December 23rd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we get back into the Luke text, let's have a moment for prayer. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that when we hear your word, when we feel a call and a tug on our heart, we pray that we would have the courage to respond to go where you are calling us, knowing that you will be with us every step of the way. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to the second chapter of Luke's Gospel, verses 8 through 20. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Sarah, for our Friday fun question, what is your least favorite household chore to do or maybe that you don't do and force someone else to do because you don't like it? Um, I hate loading the dishwasher. Really? Because I've never done it correctly. (laughs) Um, I grew up in a house without a dishwasher and to this day, if there's a sink full of dishes, I will wash them by hand rather than load the dishwasher. Really? Yeah, Brian is the dishwash loader, Uh um, and it's just, when I try, man, it's never right, and he has to redo the whole thing anyway, so I'll just wash him. I thought you were saying it's never right because Brian has a certain way, and he's just appalled. Yeah, that's it. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I get that. I get that. I won't, if I'm like at a friend's house and we're all cleaning up, I won't load it because I want it done a certain way, and maybe they've already started, and it's not yeah. the right way and so yeah. I, i'd have to rearrange and to be fair my theory is like you just pitch it in there and it's upside down and surely it'll take care of itself and apparently <laughs> that's very very wrong but i also don't mind washing dishes there's yeah. something kind of meditative Cathartic. about it yeah, yeah for sure so for sure but that's what is there anything else i really hate um no there's not, <laughs> not nothing else well 
I am a full-on adult, and we've been able to afford someone to come clean once a week. So it's also been a while since I've done some of the tough stuff. <laughs> what about you? Um, two. It's the two gross things uh, that I just I just don't do gross things well. I hate it. Um, but you're gonna have a baby, <laughs> yeah. one that poops itself. Yep. Uh, and no, and it like won't bother you. Things. It um, won't. I I hate doing gutters um because they always have something a critter just just a critter or just like they've been like stewing in there so they're just gross (laughs) and they smell and there's like a little bit of water it's terrible smells bad um so i'm not a big and our house is scary it's it's very tall (laughs) it's very tall i don't do heights Uh, and so and so getting up there to where the gutters are is it's like slanty and scary so not a big fan of gutters and just anything with hair i just do not do just oh my gosh off the head i just so I, like every hairdresser I've ever had, is amazed at the quantity of hair I have. <laughs> and when it was long, I left a small animal in every shower I ever mm, took. You would have mm, lost your mind. Mm, yeah. But thankfully, uh, Andy Austin, Allie's father, was a, a man of the people. And he had all daughters. And when their drains got clogged, even though he was Mr. Fix-It, could do anything, he made his daughters uh, get that snake get out. That snake out. And so, yeah, that didn't bother me. So Allie does that in her household. It's satisfying to me to see that big clump of gross come out. <laughs> so gross. I don't think I get grossed out easily. But, uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, listener. We got derailed. Anyway. Anyways, uh, to the scripture. How do the shepherds respond to this revelation, to the angel's proclamation? And in your biblical imagination, how might they be feeling throughout this story? So I think it's easy to read the text with kind of a modern eye Mm -hmm. and have the angels come and speak to them. And then there's a part of me that imagines the shepherds looking at each other going, well, we should probably go check this out, okay? (laughs) But I think what actually happens is seeing the angels is an experience of God. Mm Mm-hmm. They have an experience of God, and so they do the faithful thing. They go and find the baby. Mm. It's not a curiosity thing. It's not a, what are they talking about? I want to see this oddity. It is, we experienced God, and it has changed everything, and we're going to find the child. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's what actually happens for them. I imagine that as someone who's had an experience of God, that sense of awe does not leave you. And I think the message, the messages that I have felt have been supernatural and really kind of the glory of God revealed to me. They've never left, and I've never doubted them. And mm-hmm. so I think that they, they probably are feeling that sense of awe and also a sense of kind of like sureness of yeah. what's happening. Yeah. So that's my biblical imagination. Yeah, I think that's lovely. I am really disappointed because I had a funny response to Monday's question that I thought while writing it, and I let it go of why shepherds. And I was going to say because kids look really cute dressed up as shepherds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Lord knew. The Lord was thinking Media about pageant. Christmas pageants. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to use that joke now. But uh, <laughs> okay, they could be cute as truck drivers. That's true. That's yeah. <laughs> little eighteen-wheeler, just a trucker hat. That'd be fantastic. Um, uh, but uh, to to the to the question, and I th- I think you're absolutely right. And there is this right, there is this this urge, this call, this feeling, this response that completely 
blocks out anything else. Um, I mean, we don't tell them make arrangements. They walk out on the job to go do this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They say, let, all of them, let us go and do this. Uh, and it's hard to... I mean, for me, it's hard to imagine, right, just getting up and leaving my job in the middle of a shift because I felt this call. See, to go I imagine do they took the sheep with them. You think they took the sheep with them? Yeah, I don't think they would have just left them. That's that's like leaving ten gajillion dollars out in the field. That, but it'd be it would be a long. It, it, it would be a long se- trip for several, sure. Several several miles to get to Bethlehem. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't too far, but it would it would be a long journey with the sheep Um, i do think that it would have been such a strong experience of god they would have left Mm -hmm. like if that's what god demanded right yeah yeah there's there there is just an immediacy to respond with with what has happened um uh and and to go and to right we know that the angel has uh appeared to mary we've we've heard that story in this in this um in our sermon series, uh, but then they get to reaffirm that, mm, uh, and, yeah. and how you know, like Elizabeth does for Mary, like Elizabeth does for Mary, uh, that they get to reaffirm, you know, that right after the difficulty of being pregnant, of giving birth, of she's vulnerable being in an unknown place, and these people come and they say, "You are called to this." That's right? an interesting thing, Brett, because. She's most vulnerable, I would imagine, when the angel first tells her what's going to happen, and mm-hmm. she goes to Elizabeth, mm-hmm. who says, everything you've heard is true. Yeah. The second time she's going to be most vulnerable is when that baby is born, and then the shepherds come and say, this thing has happened. Thing is, yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, tell me that's more. A, yeah, that's that's a, you got You got anything more? Mm, That was lovely, but we'll end with this quote from Winston Churchill, who has written, Without tradition, art is a flock of sheep without a shepherd. Without innovation, it is a corpse. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas uh, weekend. And if you are looking for a place to worship, mm-hmm. you can come to First Presbyterian on Christmas Eve at 3 or 7 p.m. And if you're not in the area, you can join us online on our website, Facebook page, or YouTube page. Uh, and then on Christmas Day, if you're looking for a little bit of worship, we will have an 11 a.m. service, again, in our sanctuary, and that will also be live streamed. We hope to see you there. And now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.